My name is Aaron Hoffman, and I'm a paranormal investigator and researcher. I've been fascinated by the paranormal for many years. Throughout my investigation, I've met many people and heard many strange stories. Some are definitely a little out there. And that's why I created this podcast. gentlemen this is specter radio this is a podcast for the weird where we talk anything paranormal conspiracies unsolved mysteries whatever is strange so if you have ideas and you would like to have it talked about on the show or if you would like to be on the show to talk about it uh be sure to stop by uh my facebook page uh you can see specter radio fan that is the group where you are able to interact make suggestions Post your shows and your group if you would like to do that. Um, also, I do have merch, which is available. I have link in the description <clears throat> on the on the group page. So, again, check that out. I've got all kinds of designs, and I'll be adding more designs as time goes on. Um, real quick, I do want to give a special shout-out to the Paralink. Um Really appreciate all the work that they're doing. I know Stephen Woodard has stepped down and uh, handed it over to Howard and Jacqueline and Christy. Uh, I wish you all the very best, and I appreciate all the work you guys have been doing for us. Now, the guest I have with me tonight, uh, he came up to me with an idea for a show because he knows I like conspiracy. And uh, I, I've known him for a little while. I've had a chance to watch some of his podcasts. I've talked with him. Um, you all may know him as the host of Race World Podcast, and also the owner of From the Dust, uh, Crystal the Minerals, the Wraith Prince himself, Anthony Sabella. How's everybody doing? How's it going? All right. That is a cool intro. I like that. No, thank you. I mean, yeah. you know, um, both the uh, cemetery scene in the beginning and the ship, the part where I come out of the car and take a picture, I, I took, did have, just took that real quick um, earlier this week at a cemetery not too far from where I live. And that cemetery has soldiers from the War of 1812 buried there. Mm. So, but yeah, um, tonight's show, Mind Control. Mind Control. So, 
you know, everybody got ideas about, you know, the whole mind control thing, you know, because we've all heard about MK Ultra. Um, we've heard about uh, psychological warfare, um, psychological torture to extract information, deprogramming. And, you know, there's a lot of great movies um, that deal with that subject. Um, the two that I can think of that probably have uh, the, some of the most profound impact and all that are Manchurian Candidate and um, Born Identity. You see neither one of them? Uh, yeah, I think so. I've heard about so many stories already then. Yeah. It's... <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, uh, you and I were talking a little bit ago uh, before the show started about uh, your company um, installing cameras in the truck. You know, yeah. You know, kind of go back over that again a little bit, kind of give the audience a little bit more of what we were talking about. What do you do and what do they do to you or to all your drivers, basically? Right. And, and that's, that just that falls under that line of what we're talking about, mind control, of mm. the word conditioning and and how the government and the society is turning, you know, they condition our, our minds, which is which is mind control to what they're mm. doing and and to fit their needs. And basically, we're, we're we are just really just slaves. I know a lot of people may not agree with that, but that's what we do. Because through our days and through our lives, what are we really accomplishing if we stay in that pattern that's being programmed into us already? You know, right. and, and, and 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 it's everywhere. It's not just, you know, we sit back on, at home and watch TikToks. You know, a lot of these TikToks, you know, you can tell that they're kind of made up, but there are some that really, they really right. get to you. I mean, when you see it's like, okay, let me think about this one here because that's pretty good. Uh, the footage right. that they have on there. And and so without realizing it, because conditioning, it, it happens slowly. You know, yeah. they just they just don't come in and just wham, bam, there it is. No, it, it's it's something that's built up slowly with with an agenda behind it. And it, it's mm -hmm. everywhere. You know, it, it's 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 in, it's where even from the from you driving your car to a store, whatever, sitting down watching TV because we have all these subliminal messages about right. about food you know food is one big thing because you see food is eat 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 and then you go drive and then you see signs to go to go eat you know the billboards it's constantly we're constantly being bombarded by all these things that are conditioning us to eat and eat and right. then of course of what they're putting in the foods now i mean it's ridiculous i've seen so much stuff now that it's like man i don't know if i want to eat anything anymore right <laughs> you know and and um, which that's a whole nother another can of worms of what they're putting in our bodies to control our minds because yeah, we well, don't know. You know, one of the things that they uh, it, 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 it kind of bordered the idea uh, the, that line between conspiracy theory and fact only because there had been some admissions of this, but one of the things was that they would put fluoride in the water, which actually hinders a lot of the neurosynapses in the brain. So the idea is that the fluoride in the water is supposed to make us more docile and receptive to uh, specific conditioning. Right. Um, and, you know, that that's another old one that I've heard 
from years ago. But, you know, it's not just that. Um, I've also seen uh, a video by the about a guy who was a former KGB agent, and he defected Russia. And he explained how Russia specifically, but also other communist nations, subvert an entire nation. And one of the things that he said, now this is something that he talked about in, in the early 1980s. And he explained that the first thing you do is you find the people that are disenfranchised, people that are unhappy. And then you start to plant seed. And what's the best place to do that at? American school. And he explained that once you start taking those minds at American universities and you start to implement, you know, so you start to sow seeds of, you know, furthering that discontent and uh, supposed equality, everything, everybody should have equal everything. That process takes about 20 years. So when you think from 1980, 1980 to 2000, which is right about the time when you start to see these universities go hard liberal and start to kind of push those communists. And yet here we are another 20 years later. And now communism is like all the rage at this point, which is insane. Right. So yeah, I mean, if I'll have to find that video and post it on the uh, Spectre Radio fan page, because when I watched it and I go back and I look at how things change in the country, it really took me by surprise. Right. And like we were saying about conditioning, you know, it's it's uh, something that happens gradually, like you said, back in from 1980 to where we're at now. And, mm-hmm. now, and, and not just that, but all the other new ones that they implemented in between there. Because, you know, of course, their knowledge and their technology got even bit more advanced to to where they could put it in the air. Like you heard, you know, the, the chemtrails, you know, all, all oh, yeah. these I mean, we're probably full of these little nano things in us already that are that are from the medicines that they keep pumping into us that we don't know what it is. Yep. But um, you know, everything is just to create the society that's just for one purpose. It's just for for governmental or whatever it is that they're 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 really just trying to get their bigger agenda that they're, that they're trying to get to. Right. And, and like we were talking about, like even in your job. Like I said, like I brought up my job earlier mm-hmm. and how they told us, you know, when they put cameras in our, in our, in our trucks, since I drive a fuel truck and for years right. and years, and you know, I've been driving for 23 years, they always been talking about the cameras and the cameras, which I understood. I understand when they came with it, you know, for insurance purposes, it's not just for insurance purposes because, you know, it could, I mean, it is, but then to, if something happens when we're driving, cause we're out there driving every day with a bunch of crazy maniacs. Especially out here in West Texas, man. I mean, oh man, this is nuts. Right. The oil field country. Um, Monday morning. I mean, it's it's nuts. And and so yeah, I mean, so yeah, it's something that you can protect yourself on. You know, somebody runs a stop sign or a light. You know, you end up getting hurt, killed, or anything like that. You know, it's right. good to have that. But they, the first thing that we said is because they're double cameras. It's got a camera. The cameras. It's like a webcam. It's got a lens in the front, then a lens behind it, where it's facing the cab, where it's facing us. Mm-hmm. So we, of course, we started saying, "Well, hey, you know, what is it? Why is it that you gotta be looking at us? You know, because it is very stressing already being a, a driver, as, as you know yourself. Mm-hmm. And and then 
you know, you sometimes that's your sanctuary. You know, that's your peace of mind when you go to work, you know, and yeah. you go, especially driving because you get to think about a lot of things, yeah. you know, and and, and uh, you're alone by yourself. So, you know, you get to, it's, it's a good sanctuary. So I, I feel like that's been taken away. And right. for, and then too, like I said, it's uh, this camera will deem if you do anything, if you take your eye, it's because it's got AI and it's watching your eyes. Mm-hmm. So now we're getting into the AI deal now that's coming in that that that's starting to get kind of take uh starting to ramp up now with the AI. Yeah, it's getting a little scary. Right. Well, we're we're, we're experiencing the the starting things like I said uh, from that camera alone because it, it, it's like an LS, it's like an S, uh, SLS camera. Mm-hmm. It, it maps it maps your eyes. And then, then it makes it makes your figure, and then it it uh, it looks like it. What it does is because we know <laughs> we're always trying to figure things out, and then so I, I was trying, you know, to beat the system, right? <laughs> so, I, I we caught on that it's looking at her eyes, even though we have sunglasses on, it can still see her eyes. And then uh, we were trying to figure out does, does this thing have night vision? Because when we go in the mornings, it's still dark, and it still catches us, right? And then I saw, of course, being an investigator and having little toys, I know what an IR light is. And mm-hmm. I could see the little, you can barely see it. It's really, really dim. If you don't know what it is, to the untrained eye, you will never catch it. But I caught, I said, you yeah. know what? That looks like my IR light. I said, that's how, okay, this thing has night vision. You see, they didn't it's tell a real, a real faint red dot. Yeah. Dot. Yeah. And you have to, so for the untrained eye, you never would know. All these other guys don't didn't know that until I say, you know what, this thing has night vision, and yeah. <laughs> and uh, so it's uh, then started to figure it out. I said, okay, this thing is watching my eyes. Uh, so what if I put on some glasses that are mirrored, mirrored, so they don't it doesn't catch my eyes, you know? And it actually it actually worked. I don't care if they're listening to me. I figured y'all out, right. And I bought me some some mirrored glasses, and now now I can't tell that I'm in there. But the but the point of it is that they told us that they weren't going to do that. You know, it says no, we're not going to we're not going to be watching you inside your cab or anything. And then of course, like I said, if you pick your nose, you know, normal stuff that we do, you know, uh, you know, scratch your neck or your ear, your eye, and this thing with Dean. And it started to get unnerving because now, and then also too, they can listen to our conversations, which that felt like, you know, Hey, I'm talking to my wife, you know, you're talking to, you know, whoever it is and you're having a personal conversation. Um, not that we're on the phone, but we have Bluetooth, you know, uh, headsets and, and, um, that's, I think, I think that's kind of, I don't know. I really, some people feel that that's infringing into our, our rights. Because that's something right. personal that we're talking to, you know. That's not in your. That's none of the company's business that we're having a personal conversation with somebody. And right. so now they're, they're starting to cross over lines. Is how we started to feel. And then too, like I said, they told us they weren't going to do this. And then slowly they started to turn on to turn on different sensors on it on it where it start really started catching everything on us now. And and like yeah. we were talking earlier, I understand there's a there's a lot of goofy drivers, there's a lot of goofy people. But for for us, for for some of us that we are doing our job and doing our thing right, you know, um, now it feels like, uh, and they and they turned it off. They turned the warning signs off, uh, and now we uh, we know that it's there. 
So it's like I was talking earlier, like for the example, when you have a dog and he's got that chain on him and he runs and he chokes himself, then he runs and he chokes himself, you know, 10, 20 times until he finally figures out, hey, I only can go this far. Right. And you take the chain off and he's set. Mm-hmm. So that's what I feel like, like that's what they did now with, with turning that off because now they were already programmers. And and that's a part of it, you know. It's not the whole job thing that I'm speaking about. It's just the way that they start to condition condition you, right? And even in your job, and you don't realize this thing. So what you do is now, it's kind of it's like I said, you're you're trained to get up in the morning and go to work, put in as much time and make as much money as you can for a corporation, which you only get a little bit back. And then you come right. home, you're tired, you go to sleep, you eat, and you go do it again over and over and over the same loop until the day you die, and then you're replaced by another one. So mm-hmm. it's the same thing, but all that has to do with still the government on what on how they're doing things with society, which breaks down to the food, which breaks down to the, to the work, because it's all money going back. And and just and training us to be certain ways, and and to me it's just so crazy. It's because um, we can write people can rise up against something like when this thing with Black Matters happened, Black, yeah. Black, Black Lives Matter. Yep. People went nuts, you know. And I understand. Okay, maybe the cop shouldn't have done it or whatever. How it actually really happened, but a certain culture just took off took off and ran with it and stood up and stood up with it and everything and went up to the government and you know stood up against the cops or the police that was stood up against you know uh authority everything else mm-hmm. took over cities everything yeah but yet but yet when it comes to this nobody nobody does anything well that's just it see i live in minnesota and i remember when george floyd was killed and when uh, here here's the whole problem that I have with that, and and I totally agree that this was an, a great example of modern mind control conditioning. When that, that whole thing happened, people became angry. They wanted to have these officers arrested. And I'm watching this, and I'm thinking, absolutely, get those officers behind bars. When that didn't work, they began to gather. And they began to have vigil. I still stand behind it. I still support that. Then they began to protest. And I'm like, absolutely. Because nothing got, even after a week, nothing had been done about this. So everything's still going smoothly. Everything's going the way it should. Then they went after the third precinct in Minneapolis. And when they took hold of that place, they laid siege on it and they set it on fire. In my mind, I'm still thinking, okay, that's a little extreme, but that still makes sense. Right. This is where I completely lost my respect for everything that was trying to, they were trying to do. For some somehow, they went from attacking the police station, which was the figurehead of what the problem was, and went after local businesses that had absolutely nothing to do right. with what happened. And that completely destroyed a lot of the argument for Black Lives Matter. Um, and yet they still try to hold on to it. 
And a good, another great aspect about all that is not just BLM, but Antifa. You are not going to find a more brainwashed, manipulated, fanatical group than Antifa. The whole idea of Antifa being anti-fascist, if you actually look at their credo and, and their, their, how they set their everything up, they mirror 1930 Nazi Germany. So, I mean, it, it, again, this whole thing, when it goes back to mind control, it's not just about controlling people how to behave, but it's also deprogramming people, thinking, okay, that was wrong then, but it's not wrong now. Right. And I see that happening. It's all, especially on Facebook. Holy shit. Facebook is about as batshit crazy as you can get. Right. And that's what I'm saying is that see how that's okay. Now that's programmable, you know, that, that fits the program. Mm -hmm. But um, because it seems like they know that the human is going to turn against each other. Yeah. It eat each other. It's the Joker said, you know, when they'll turn each other and they'll start to eat each other. Mm -hmm. But they have it in a way where you're deprogrammed when it comes to going against the government. Right. The, 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 and I mean by the government is by the rules that they're or the things that they're doing to us now, um, which we can't even touch the officials that are up in the White House. They yep. get away with everything. I mean, we know this everything from every single one of them that's up there that we've seen for the last five years, you know, even longer, you know, starting, I guess, you know, it goes way back, but you know, when it started, when it really started getting really crazy from Clinton back up to Obama and going through the Biden mm -hmm. family and, and everything that they're doing. And I mean, it's just Hillary. I mean, you, it's just nuts. How can, how can they just get away with something like that? And we can't even run a red light. I mean, you know, run a, a stop sign. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So that's, that's for that. That's for that. I, I see, I see your point where that that's maybe that's where that deep programming comes so that we mm -hmm. don't rise up and say, Hey, you know what? We're tired of paying taxes for everything that I bought. I bought my house. And I still don't own it and I still have yeah. to pay for it. And you're still going to take it away. I buy my car cash, but I still got to register it every year and put more cash and get it inspected and everything else, you know, and, and still continue to keep paying and paying and paying and paying. Well, we, you know, whether you, even the, I mean, even if you have a lot of money, you're still paying even more money out then. Yeah. And so we continue to struggle when we make enough money really that we could all be well off if we didn't have all these other things in, in place that are just really pointless because a lot of things really don't get done. Our roads are still messed up. You know, we still hit them big old potholes. We still got all this other stuff that's falling apart. So where's all that going? And then they take the money and give it to another country, billions of dollars. Yeah. Well, where are y'all getting this from? You know, that's what I'm saying. And, and it bugs us, but yet, we only get to as far as this. That's it. Yeah. Right here. This is as far as we're going to get with it. Where's Where's the like you said, getting together as a group? Let's do get in to start to do a vigil just to get together to start speaking up, gathering people. Because if you start to gather them, that's where you become dangerous. They know this. Right. Well, you know, uh, there are there are other aspects of uh, mind control and conditioning that. You know, slips by. Uh, one of those is something, and it's called subliminal messaging. You know, you meant you brought that up earlier. 
And one of the things about subliminal messaging, it, this is what, you know, gets me about a lot of these ads that people just don't under, always catch. Even in movies, if you ever watch movies slow enough, and you know, you ignore the storyline, you ignore uh, the visual, but you look at some of the more simpler nuances that happen. Like if somebody pulls out a specific cigarette and you see it light up, that's a subliminal method to get people to, oh, you know what? You need a cigarette. Don't have a cigarette? No problem. Go to the store and buy more. Or if you see somebody drink a Coke. There are very specific things that are always hidden in movies that are, they try to get people to, to trigger that consumerism switch in their mind. Yeah. Um, which is one of the reasons why I hate Facebook ad. Facebook ads <laughs> are trying to take that and just shove it down your face mm -hmm. like, you know, I mean, you don't even get a chance to chew. Yeah. Yeah, those are uh, hard, man. I try to get rid of them all the time. But I've noticed that every time I, I like now, I don't accept a whole lot of friend requests unless I really know you or, I mean, you know, because I've noticed that the more friend requests that I, I that I accepted, the, the more ads I will start to get. Mm -hmm. Like it took me forever one time to sit here, especially on the computer uh, and going through them. Okay, now we just put scam and, you know, scam or whatever, you know, report it and take it off and then go to the right. next one and then go go to some posts and then go to the next one and i started thinking finally i got it clean to where all i see is every all my all posts and then i accepted a friend request a couple of here and then next thing you know there's a whole mess of them that come in there yeah. and i started to catch on because it says so and so like this now you accepted them so now it's going to think that you like it also so it starts to shove yeah. that like you say it starts to shove their stuff down your throat so that's why now I just I really don't accept really too many friend requests because I don't want to sit here and go through taking all these ads off so that I can have my Facebook where it's just nothing but posts. Yeah, yeah, I I, I know exactly what you're talking about. Every day I go through my notifications and I'll see like a half a dozen new friend requests, and most of them, the one that really irritates the shit out of me are the ones where you. You click on the profile, and they have nothing. <laughs> you know, it's like, how fucking stupid do you have to think people are to think that they're just going to be, oh, you're new? Okay, I'm, I'll accept your friend request. Okay. And even with the one where they have, like, mutual friend, you know, and you click on the list, I have to even look at those because a lot of times that with mutual friends are the people that I didn't want to have on my friend list in the first place. Right. You know, the one that I did. Uh, there was one, of course, that I still get to, but I don't, I don't read them anymore. But every once in a while, I get a message from a female Facebook user. Hey, baby, you want to, you want to exchange pics? I'm like, who the fuck are you? <laughs> so, yeah, but you know, back to the whole mind control thing. Um, have you ever heard of the Montauk project? Uh, Montauk Project. Like I said, it sounds familiar because I try to stay away because there's just so much stuff. Yeah, well, this one is actually uh, kind of interesting. It's, it's like, I should say, really fucked up. Uh, but it was the basis for the Netflix series Stranger Things. Okay. And what it was, there's it, it, actually a, uh, a town called Montauk over on the East Coast. And there's a lot of allegations about how this was a test facility 
to try to create the perfect psychic soldier. And the idea was they would kidnap a lot of these runaway kids or runaway young adult, a lot of transient homeless people, and they would bring them in and they would put them through some of the most horrendous deprogramming uh, program uh, method possible. And it involved torture, abuse, sexual abuse, um, making them watch uh, violent uh, war footage, things like that. And the logic was this. You can't deprogram an adult as easily as you can a young adult or a teenager. So they wanted to have them completely desensitized, have them completely stripped of any moral fiber so that if the kid does show psychic ability, they could train this person to do whatever they wanted and never question authority. Right. That, I mean, you can't get more, you know, deprogrammed than that. And there have been some people that have tried to expose this. And there was a guy who claimed to have been a survivor of the Montauk Project. But it turned out that he was just a pedophile. And he was actually reaching out to the teenagers who really were in this experiment. And then he would try to give them uh, regression therapy to be able to regress back to the earlier stages. But he would do this by sexually assaulting them, which didn't make any sense. Yeah. He eventually ended up being exposed and arrested. Um, and then there was another guy, and this is the one that really began to make me realize just how deep the Montauk project went. He claimed that he was working for a tech company and he went to the island one day where the facility was for some reason. And there was a homeless person there and says, wow, I didn't expect to see you back here. And apparently the homeless person was one of the survivors and the guy who from the tech company was one of the technicians that oversaw the project. And what they ended up doing is that at the end of every day or at the end, at the end of the project, they gave him an injection that wiped his memory of the last several years that he was involved. He had no memory of being there, but there were people that were showing him evidence, login, um, document with his name on it from the Montauk facility, even though he doesn't remember. That's scary. Yeah. I mean, that, that's what I mean. That's what the, If you look at it right now, it's like, where are we going to be in the next just a couple of years or five years? Mm -hmm. Really just a couple of years, because I don't even know what's going to happen with this new elections coming in. Yeah, that... this is It's already leading up to, I mean... They're trying to stop this in every way they can. Yeah, well, in me personally, I'm I'm not a fan of Trump. All I can say without going political is Trump is a threat to the idea of the status quo for the elite. The reason why the government is out to get Trump so bad is because Trump just demonstrated that you do not have to be a bot politician to run for president. Yeah. That's why they hated him. He, he, he didn't owe anybody anything. He wasn't under anybody's thumb. 
he didn't have to answer to any other politician except himself. And that's why they, that's why they're freaking out. That's why they're still trying to get on him about this case. Like, okay. So he slept with the porn star, gave her some money. Fuck off. There are politicians doing way worse things out there. And you're worried about him banging a has been porn star. Really? Come on. Right. So yeah, it, it, it was just that whole indictment case. It's just too much for me. Yeah, and, and and that's still, and that's I think that's what it also is all part of that mind control, that conditioning, mm-hmm. because it all goes back to our government system. It's not that I hate America or anything to do that. So I don't want anybody to get the wrong idea <laughs> before I start right. getting getting all that hate stuff on my on my Facebook. It, it's the way that the system has turned out to to be now. You know, mm-hmm. which it didn't start like that. You know, you know, the Constitution says that the people have the power and they have the power to also remove anyone that they see that's doing not following the right. Well, what happened to that number one thing? Because mm-hmm. we don't have any power. You can't even get it close to the White House. I mean, you see how these people walk around. They walk around like they're gods. They're yeah. surround, surrounded by the military, which you can't you ain't gonna do nothing. You know right. what happened to that, and you know, and even just the, from the, all the things that we know, that are facts that they're doing, they, they break the law. They break, they break the law, and then they'll come out saying nobody's above the law when they're, they're after one person. Yet, how come that doesn't apply to you? Right. Well, and that people don't have any say. Yeah. It- Another great example, and this is one that everybody can remember, is the COVID pandemic. When that thing first hit, we had a COVID. <laughs> I mean, holy shit! I, it, the one thing, first off, I just have to say that <laughs> when COVID first hit, and the one thing that every freaking store ran out of was toilet paper. My question is. What the fuck does toilet paper have to do with a respiratory infection? You're going to hear some doctor say, well, he would have survived the co- a respiratory infection if he wiped his ass more. Really? I mean, but that just goes to show that whole mind control. You, you, I, here, I, let me play this. And I used this on my last episode, but I think it's so perfect because it goes right back to mind control. The difference between individual and large group of people. But why, why the big secret? People are smart, they can handle it. The person is smart. People are dumb, panicky, dangerous animals, and you know it. <laughs> Am I right? <laughs> yeah, that was I mean, pretty wild. Yeah, I, I, normally I don't like movie quotes, but damn, that was probably one of the best ones I've heard. Not because of who said it, but because of what it said. Yeah, there were people fighting in in the stores over toilet paper. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe that's yeah. part. Maybe that was part of this because you know when they do these, their experiments that they're doing. They're, except we're, we happen to be the lab rats, and we just mm-hmm. could say too dumb to know it, you know. And and uh, so they said, well, let's see what let's see if this experiment works. You know, we'll get them to fight over toilet paper, <laughs> and well, it happened. It worked. So mission accomplished. Yeah. Now we can move on to the next level. And now we're going to implement this, you know, and, and uh, like I said, why is it that people won't, there's something that blocks people from rising up. I mean, we could do it. We could do it right now and start, start uh, 
trying to gather people and 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 make this bigger and bigger and bigger but i guarantee you we're only gonna get, we're only gonna get so far either, either they're gonna shut it they're gonna shut this down you know they're gonna get in our computers and shut it down or they're gonna just gonna we're just gonna disappear yeah i mean literally it, makes, <laughs> it sounds crazy but no it, it will happen well that i mean you know i think about the matrix i think about the terminator I think about um, now there was another movie that had to deal with uh, technology going crazy. Yeah. But, you know, I think about all those and the whole rise of AI. This changes the game for mind control conditioning. Because there was a video that was released just days ago, and it was an AI mock-up of a Joe Rogan podcast looked just like him, sounded just like him. And Joe Rogan was like, dude, what the fuck? So with that being said, what do you think the chances are that AI being used for mind control will go beyond just obeying the will of the ruling elite like the politician, but actually begin to do mind control for itself? Yeah. to control the human population like it did in the matrix what do you think the chances are of that happening in our lifetime right hey debbie what's going on thank you for joining um that's uh that's it, it falls like i think we're already in it i believe we're already in it, it, it yeah. it's, it's like i was mentioning earlier how on TikTok you see how um like i said and i mean we have to go into this not make it all political but just put just looking at the or the politicians they're in power uh, mm-hmm. you start to see that these people may not be who they are anymore right and there's one right now that i've seen on biden where it's not him anymore it's somebody else and they yeah. showed they showed the, the the original biden compared to this one how i understand plastic surgery but this is kind of like you can't change the shape of the skull no you know and you can see the difference between them to his ears and even there's there's one that I saw just the other day that's what I mean that, that I saw it's like okay this one's kind of creepy because I've heard about these people wearing masks and we've we've mm-hmm. known about this because the government is really good at it. I've even seen stuff on YouTube where they get it. There's a guy that he's a he's a young uh, athlete and he'll dress up like an old guy, puts a mask on, yep. right? But he's so convincing that he passes through the normal people that are out there. You can say, hey, man, wait a minute. This is fake, man. You're wearing a mask. You know what I mean? We catch on that real quick. But he right. gets away with it. So if he can get away with it, how much better are the government stuff that they have? You know? And, well, and he actually, they show a TikTok where he actually scratches his back of his neck and you can see it just wrinkle up. And then it just goes right back. And, yeah. I mean, and, and as editors, me and you as editors, you know, we can tell when something's, you know, okay, I, I can do that, man. I saw that. In fact, I got the thing right here. Right. But you can see it, how this is really, this is real, you know? And and, and then the way that he acts and everything, I mean, it's, it is. I mean, this guy's gone. Whoever this guy is, he's not fit for anything. And I'm not just going on the politics things, just, but this looking at him as a person, this guy's mm-hmm. way off. I mean, I've seen him lost in, in so many around other, you know, delegates and, oh my gosh, you know, who is this person and how can you allow this person to stay as our president, you know? 
And, and I mean, so the, you see the bigger agenda that this that he's not calling the shots. It's the it's the one behind it that's calling it. Like you said by Trump, this is what they couldn't do with him. They couldn't they couldn't call the shots anymore. Yeah. And and, and so they had to get somebody in there, and then with these um with these masks that, and I don't think it's just him. I think I think it's a, it's, it's a lot more. And this is where the AI comes in. Um, is to be able to to do that. Well, you know, if you t- if you look at the last election, Joe Biden won by a million votes, some a, a ridiculous amount. And if you actually go back and you tally up all the vote, even with the right number of voting adult, if even if you had registered and non-registered voters, all U.S. citizens, there's no way either of those numbers total up to the right to uh, uh, you know match the number of voters. And you know that that would you know I, I try to stay away from that because that's just one of those subjects where people get so sensitive and so violent because of the program. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, you challenge the narrative. <laughs> That's it's what on. I'm saying. Certain things you can you, you can say certain things that should be talked about because mm-hmm. this is this is this is coming against our our rights as Americans as living in this country. That this is mm-hmm. why this was this was built back, you know, in the 1700s, 1776, you know, the constitution when it came in. Or mm-hmm. you know, um this is why that's in there. And but as soon as you start to say anything like that. People are already programmed to retaliate anything that that comes against the ruling powers, and they don't even realize that they're doing that. Yeah, well, there's that, but you also have to you know one thing we haven't really talked about is generational programming, um, and that just that goes back to our parents, our grandparents, our great grandparents. You know. Those little things, those little changes that actually set things in motion for where we are today, you know, because, I mean, I'll be honest, up until probably about 10 years ago, I voted Republican because my parents voted Republican. My parents voted Republican because their parents voted Republican. You know, now I don't vote for either because I've worked with some of the best con artists in the world with a traveling carnival. I'm on to that fucking game. Yeah. You can't con me with this whole um, agenda speech that I see a lot of people trying to put out. You know, well, it's got to be Republican or it's got to be Democrat. No, it don't. They just want you to think that way. You look at the advertisement that they do for their campaigns. You look at, you know, the new mainstream media. Mainstream media, that's another one that I can't stand. I don't watch the news anymore. Because it's all the same bullshit. And that bullshit is, seek Heil, we are the ruling elite, we control your mind, we control your thinking, and one good proof of this was the vaccine for, for COVID. The guy who invented the technology for that said, this is a leaky vaccine. But they canceled him. Doctors around the world said, ivermectin work. They went after Joe like dogs on a bone when he said that so now you here we are three years into this pandemic you still can't talk about ivermectin you still can't talk about hydrochloric 
uh, hydrochloroquine. You still can't talk about the Behringer Declaration, which said you cannot vaccinate your way out of this pandemic. You have to vaccinate the elderly or those who have multiple comorbidity health problems. Everyone else should not get the vaccine. They should have natural immunity, herd immunity. Here in America, they shut that down so fast. And now people are starting to drop because of this vaccine. Mm-hmm. Now people are starting to drop because the whole um, booster, which does absolutely nothing. Yeah, mind control. Yeah, 100%. And see, that's what I was saying back to once, uh, once you, like for myself, that I have a, that I have a very hard time certain things mm-hmm. i mean to for me sometimes the paranormal is the best place for me to be because that's my, where my sanity is at <laughs> i'm not lying i rather go into the forest or go in somewhere else and go do this to, you know that helps me because this this over here once i once i start like i said i, I didn't when i said i started to see to this when the veil was removed from my eyes and um and I started to really, really wake up. You know, this has been going on for maybe 20, some 20, 30 years for me, you know, but it, mm-hmm. like I said, gradually also that, and also that, also that. Um, once you start to see it, it's now like you brought up the matrix. And I actually just said that earlier to, um, to my wife. I says, you know, there's, there's um, the, the guy who's eating the steak. And he yeah. says, ignorance is bliss. And he just rather stay in this area where you can eat the steak be enjoying it in a nice restaurant, you know, the beautiful evening compared to this ship. And then, you know, that doesn't have anything like this world, you know, or that world, you know, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. There's no luxuries or, or I want to say luxuries, but you don't, it's not the same. It's the, this is right. the re, the real is a whole different thing than, than what this is. And that's where I think that some people would choose to live. They oh, rather live, live in this, you know, and, but the thing that happens is like for me, and I don't, I know just other people because I've spoken to them, and it's like uh, it's hard to to know the real and live in this now for me, because well, like I, like tomorrow I, I go to work tomorrow and I can't stand it. I used to like it. I used to like to go to work, you know, to put the uniform on. And seeing which is another form of conditioning. We think it's just because yeah, you know absolutely. it's the company that we work for, so we all know it's a form of of uh, conditioning you to become a soldier, to become you know this one entity, and and mm-hmm. uh, uh, that's what I mean. It's in everything. It's in everything. And 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 I used to like to do that, but now to me, it's it is so difficult for me to do that. Because it's a waste of time, a waste of my life. I'm wasting, how many years have I already wasted on something that I don't even have anything to show for it? I really right. don't. I really don't. You know, and, and, and something that I accomplish with the life that I'm, that I'm given, that I've been given. You know, um, if I go and, and do the paranormal deal, at least maybe I got, a, I got a shot to prove that there is an afterlife. Right. Well, something something that can be bigger than this. Instead of just going and go filling up a tank full of fuel in my life, this is what I accomplished today. I filled up 20 tanks of fuel. Right. Okay, yes, I made some money, but what is that money going to? 
a little bit to my table and the rest is all gone to something else. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, you got a company, then you also have uh, military. Military, there's another great example of uh, mind control and uh, programming and deprogramming. And what makes that interesting is you talk to any veteran and they will tell you, you know, that whole boot camp, basic training. It is hammering repetition. Do this, do that. Up at five, bed by seven, every day. This is chow time. This is, you go in line, you know, here's your weapon. You shoot at the target, move on to the next target. It, it just over and over and over. That repetition, that set a pattern. And we don't realize that that's the same thing that happened to us. Every night the news comes on. This person's bad. This person's good. We need gun control because of this or that. You know, this many people died. And it's repetition over and over and over. It's no wonder that, you know, like you said, much more people would much rather live in whatever little bubble they're in than to face the reality that, you know, the world is not what you think it is. Especially when I talk to the younger generation, when I talk to millennials and um I I have a problem with people who are so offended at questioning anything. I have a problem with people who are so opposed to the fact that they could be wrong. And if anybody that knows me will tell you, if I'm wrong, I'll be the first one to tell you I fucked up. I was yeah. wrong. But you won't hear that today. Because thanks to Facebook mainstream media and cancel culture the only one that's wrong are those who question the narrative right wow what the fuck so do you do you think that now like um like you say we've talked about the generation of the generations how it, it keeps you know uh every generation it's going to be some more conditioning to the point mm-hmm. of like where we're at now and and uh because i know i've seen videos too uh, that were if you go to a college campus and they have no idea about what you're talking about, all they know is that you're wrong because you're in, uh, whether it be their gender or whether it be anything to do with anything else, they will, they will, they'll fight you on it in that way, you know, mm-hmm. but they don't see it like we see it, the older generation. Right. So, so do you think that once, and we're only going to be around so long, we're not we're not going to outlive this conditioning thing you know this going right. on because once we die off once you die off i die off people our age start to die off the 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 teaching that's already there is going to outlive us mm-hmm. and now we're going to have a generation that's never even heard of anything that because we come from a generation of fighters i believe yeah. we stand up and we say it if you don't like me well hey the hell with you you know what I mean? Right. Now today they won't say that. I, I come. We come from the time where we, you you get your ass whooped in the in, at Walmart. You know what I mean? In the grocery store, your mom pull get the shoe off and whoop you right there in the middle of the store. Oh man! You know you know what I mean? <laughs> See that's what I'm saying. Right, yeah. That's why we grew up. You know I'm Generation X. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. We grew up in a whole different thing. And nowadays it's nothing like what we grew up. And, yeah. and and now it's so that's what I'm saying. But we're gonna die off. Our voice won't be here anymore. And so well, what's gonna happen now? 
Well, that's just it. You know, um, one of the things that I've seen on the news that really uh, bothers me, that worries me, um, the taking down of statues and monuments from the Civil War. Now, on the one on the one hand, I, I understand why they don't want to have these reminders of the African slavery. They don't want to have the reminders of how they were treated. But at the same time, how long will it be after you've gotten rid of all these monuments where people stop believing that slavery ever happened? Because this is an actual quote, and this is a very scary one. Hitler made this statement. Given enough time, this Holocaust, and he was talking about the Jewish Holocaust, this Holocaust will be forgotten like the Armenian Holocaust. And today, I think it's like three out of five or four out of five people never even don't believe the Jewish Holocaust ever happened. And almost nobody has ever heard of the Armenian Holocaust. The Armenian Holocaust was where the Turkish government literally tried to do a complete ethnic cleansing of Armenian. This was right before World War II. And so if we get rid of all of these statues of what happened, how long will it be before people stop believing that slavery ever happened in America? Right. You know, and, and, and the one with Jackson, that one really irritates me. Jackson was not pro-slavery. The only reason why he fought for the South was because his home was in the South. But if we actually go back in history, you'll start to see that Jackson, uh, yeah, Jackson stood up against slavery. He made petition to end it in his state. But again, mind control. Control the narrative, control the people. Right. So we are, we're just going down that path right now where I, I see the government is really at where we're at now. The where they're and where they're at is they're actually right where they want to be at this time. Mm-hmm. Where they totally, we are totally under, truly under their control. And mm-hmm. and it's already the generations already been programmed and deprogrammed, where we don't rise up against them. Now the only ones that I like, it's like I said, the ones that you, I think that you do hear talk about it, are people like you and me, the older ones, mm-hmm. that we come from a different time. But we're, we're we got an expiration date, you know. What I mean? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> we're not going to outlast this, and I think it's kind of like they say to, you know, um, they're almost like waiting. Sooner or later, you know, all these people are going to be gone. There'll be another generation, you know, in the next fifty years or twenty years. I don't even think that long. I think within the next maybe ten years, within the not even that. I, I, I'm expecting this already any time. I mean, you know, they're right. talking about now about the banks, you know, crashing and the economy crashing, you know, it's supposed to be coming here pretty fast, which is already here. It's already it's already there. It's just it's just this is they just need to just, you know, announce it. Because like you said, yeah. once they announce it through the media, then it's fact, you know, mm-hmm. even though it may not be and, and right. create this big chaos to to actually uh, collapse every, this society and then rebuild it again. Mm-hmm. really quick and, and then we're going to have to be dealing with the people with the younger generation that's out here because we're going to be the rebellious ones oh yeah 
and and now we're going to be coming out. They'll be coming after us. I I don't I do not I do not. Um, that wouldn't surprise me if the, if uh, I've been waiting for martial law since the uh, <laughs> since that <laughs> since all that Black Lives Matter stuff happened. Mm-hmm. You know, I went to the I went to the gun show stores, man, and I went. I was like a kid in a candy store. <laughs> because I'm not gonna go out like that. I mean, you know what I mean? I mean, maybe find some people, you know, that's the thing. We're part of that rebellion. <laughs> oh, yeah. Know, because it's just not gonna happen. I I know I'm gonna die either way, but I'm not gonna go out that way. You know what I mean? Yep. And 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 uh and so that's I've been waiting for this for for martial law just to happen overnight. And I've been saying this all the time too, you know, this like, you know, if this happens, just get ready because don't be surprised that uh you'll start to see the army or the military move in and which that at that time they did. Yeah. Oh yeah, they did. They kind of got a, they kind of had, like I said, we're going to the experiments, you know, but okay, let's see, let's do this and let's see if if they do go after the toilet paper and they did. Mm -hmm. And, and then, okay, that worked. Okay. Well, let's see what this does here and see if they take over the towns now, you know, let's see how far they, we can push it to go, how far that experiment can experiment can go, and right. so it's just one one experiment after another that they've been getting success on. So now let's go ahead and just let's just drop this. You know what I mean? And 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 now they collapse it. They collapse society. Yeah. Well, one thing that I've because uh... that that COVID thing did get ugly because they were talking about. Even here in, in West Texas, that they were talking about putting some tents out in the out in the desert. Yeah, and they were going to separate the people that were vaccinated and the ones that weren't, or the ones that no, vaccination ain't came in yet. They were going to the people that wanted to get um, the shot would go to this tent, and the people that weren't, they were going to gather them up and put them in another yeah. facility, another tent out in the desert out here. And which that's the reason why I started to do what I did. So, okay, well, the hell with that. I says, you know, if you're going to come trying to tell me either I take the shot or I'm going to go into the facility, I can see what would happen. I've seen the movies. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? We've yeah. seen, we've seen the 90 movies. Okay. Y'all forgot about that. <laughs> we don't yeah. have these other new movies. We know what happens. So, you know, either we're going to go out blasting or, but you're not, I'm not going to do that. You know, I mean, we're not going to go into this thing and submit and take the shot and then whatever. That's it. But they actually yeah. talked about that here in West Texas about doing that. So it got pretty close for the military to move in. Mm-hmm. And I mean, they were, I remember it was right on the verge of it. And, and so it did get pretty scared. That was actually more scary to me than, than, the, than, the, than the virus. Because I, oh, yeah. I, had, I had COVID twice and I'm still here. I didn't take the, sh- I didn't take the vaccination. Yep. I had COVID on my freaking birthday. Yeah, I had it twice, and then they, you know, they kept offering, it and they still do. And says, "No, I don't. I'm not taking anything. I don't even take the flu shot." Me neither. <laughs> and you know, no, none of us do. None of my family does. And yeah. and uh, so here, I'm still here. You know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, you know, um, Minneapolis was a really strange place at that time of year, because we were dealing with a riot from the George Floyd murder, and then COVID hit. And a, such a strange sight. 
seeing all those Humvees and APCs on uh, railway cars being transported to the city, um, com- military convoy driving down the highways. You know, it, it, this is Minnesota. Minnesota is like the most gay-friendly state and farm country and has over 11,000 lakes. When the hell did we become a military zone? Yeah. You know, and that's another thing about mind control that I think is working in the favor of the ruling elite. That whole shock and awe. You whip some people up into a psychotic frenzy and it'll scare the daylights out of everybody else. Yeah. Antiva is the great way to do that. Antiva is a bunch of half-wit kids being backed by psychopaths like George Soros. And they've, they've completely, uh, all but dis- completely destroyed Portland. Oregon, the state itself, is not going to be very far behind to completely collapse in on itself. California is already making ways to do that. And I have a friend who lives out in California right now. He said, dude, living in California is so fucking hard. Not just because it's expensive, but because of the way people are. Um, so, yeah, the, the fear-mongering yeah. is probably one of the most effective tools when it comes to mind control and conditioning. Right. Hey, Joanne. Just join in there. No, you said the shock and awe because we—that's that's true. Because out here, uh, I remember seeing the trains, you know, mm-hmm. with with the Humvees and the tanks and everything. Just a long line of them, you know. Oh yeah. I mean, just tra- uh, car after car after car, full full of military, and you're thinking to yourself, like, what the hell is going on? We're, we're you know, I mean, and, and it was it wasn't just one. I mean, it was like we see one today. And then, you know, the next two days, see another one going the opposite way and then another mm-hmm. one going the other way again. You know, and like you're saying, the they knew, and these trains, well, they're going through from here all the way across the state or wherever, but how many people are seeing this? You know, so they're like, they're advertising that shock and all, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Why, why won't they cover it up? You know, I mean, I'm pretty sure the military has tarps, you know what I mean? They could have covered them up. So, you know, like they do the spaceships, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, so, you know, but, but no, they're wide open. So everybody can see this, the force, you know, when they see the force yep. going down the, the tracks, you know, through town after town after town. And, and that's part of that, too. Part of that getting into people's heads. Yeah, you know, I. Uh, when I first thought about everything else happening. I remember thinking if people only knew how much power they had, if people only knew that tyrants only rule when the people don't fight back, if people only understood the fact that a country that did not have a country that is not armed the country just destined to fall. It's one of the reasons why they're, you know, doing this whole thing with the gun control. It, it, you know, forget the fact that the people that are doing it are having, have some sort of issue going on to where they're causing them to snap. Forget the fact that 
more people die by knife wound than they do by gun. Forget the fact that heroin killed more people than gun do. Nobody wants to talk about any of that because it completely does away with the ruling elite plan to take over a nation. A nation that stands divided without an, without the ability to defend itself is a nation that is easy to control. Yeah. It's sad. I mean, what you just said kind of got to me because I'm thinking like, wow, it's it's our own um you know, our own governmental system is supposed to fight for us, mm-hmm. for the people. We we there and we think of the we think of the of the military or the the government uh, going out and protecting us from foreign um, invaders or anything. But it seems like now we become became the foreign invaders. Yeah. The American people did, and now our very own government is. It's the one that's coming against us and seeing us as the threat, you know, like really now I know it's slow. I know it started slowly way back, but to this day today, uh, as we're talking that we are actually the invaders and we're the threat. And now, now they're coming, it's coming, it's turned to us now. Right. You know, and it's crazy. And there's nothing we can do. I mean, because we can't, They've already deprogrammed so many people or your mm-hmm. younger generation won't rise up and fight because they don't want to break a nail. You know, yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying that, I man. I know it sounds kind of ugly, but hey, it's true. You know, um, got to gotta tweet their righteous indignation <laughs> and their oppression on an iPhone while <laughs> drinking coffee at an expensive place. It's a $10 fucking latte with a damn man bun and Birkenstock to flip flop. I mean, fuck off. Right. So that's what I'm saying. So we don't even have that that fighting manpower anymore. So no. I mean, like I said, basically it's just us. You know, it's it's really just this our generation that's left, and unfortunately we're we're gonna die out pretty soon. And then this, well, there, our voice will no longer be there because there's not gonna be you know usually you pass this on to the younger generation, and they carry that torch, they carry that fight, but we don't have that anymore. We need to do. We need to implement. Um, implement something that my mom used on me a lot. Get your ass in line, because I brought you in this world. I'll take you out and make another one look just like you. <laughs> and believe me, that threat worked. I said, "Fuck you" to my mom one time, only one time. <laughs> That yeah. sounds dangerous where you just hear me say that. <laughs> I, I got in trouble for something and my mom came home and she grounded me and she shut the door. No, I'm in my room and she shut the door and I walked up the door and I bam, fuck you. The only thing I remember clearly is being that door opening up and then pinning me between the door and the wall. Now, I have to stop right there and give you context of the layout of the department. From my bedroom, you had to walk <laughs> 10 feet down the hallway, take a left, go about five feet, then take a right and go about another seven feet to get to the drawers that had the wooden spoon. 
So from the from the moment I hit that door and said "fuck you," my mom managed to go that entire distance and back in the blink of an eye and pin my ass between that door and that just now, like I said, all I remember is the door being against me and a spoon just coming out of thin air. What? 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 You're not gonna talk to me like that. You're gonna learn today. You will respect me, a little shit. Mm-hmm. You know, I kind of feel like that's what the young, you know, today's generation needs. They just need a good old fashioned royal ass whooping. Yeah, but it's. We were we might as well be in the matrix. Got to get to get that. I mean, we 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 mean you both guess. You know, we got those. Like I was saying, we have those those stories like that. But uh, you know, my grandmother's the one that raised me, so it went even back further. Her generation was totally different, even more. You know, mm-hmm. and and I remember growing up all the way to my twenties. You know, that I was I was running with a real bad crowd back in the day, like that, and I was involved in a lot of bad things. I was really notorious in the street, but I tell you what, when I come home, that little old lady, she could set me <laughs> straight really quick. She just give me a look and that was it. And I'll be yep. anything she told me, anything she told me, I'll be yes, mom. Okay, mom. Okay, mom. But yet out there, you look at me the wrong way and you're done. But yep. yet I go home and <laughs> this little old lady right here, that still trips me out to this day. Would just I would just say, Okay, yes, you're right, you're right. You know, when you're going to get a job, when you're going to get up, when you're going to get married, when you're going to start this. Okay. Yes, mom. Yes, mom. You know, it's funny. <laughs> Louis Anderson had a stand up bit about that. It's just hysterical. And he said, nobody's ever really afraid of your dad. You can have 20 kids outside your house, all armed with BB rifles. And if the, you, you tell them you're going to go get your dad, they don't even bat an eye. But if you tell them you're going to get your mom, you want all these kids scattered like cockroaches. <laughs> Nobody fuck with mom. Yeah, they're gone. The the grandmas and the moms are gone. I mean, yeah. like I said we're the last ones, and and even with our own kids, my own kids. I mean, my kids grew up kind of tough because I mean I did put them through hell. I mean I gotta admit, and nothing, right. you know. But they're they are some good hardworking people in a way. I guess I made them some really good slaves. I guess, <laughs> but <laughs> but but they can handle their own. You know what I mean? Right. So. Um, and hopefully they, they they can teach that to their kids. You know, I mean, I ain't got no say in that, but uh, but I know that it's that it's still dwindling away. It's dwindling away, and and uh, and now with the like um, that's it. Now with this, now where we're at. I mean, we may sound like some old fogies, but the they don't realize that the what's going to happen. And it's like you're saying this AI thing is coming. That's the biggest thing right now. It's not even the stuff that's happened already with COVID, the AI that's coming in. Mm-hmm. And it, and I know that it's already here. I mean, it's just a matter of time before they start to tweak that like they did at my job with the cameras. Yeah. You know, they told us, no, we're not going to do it. Then slowly they started to ding. And then it slowly started, hey, you can't do this. Hey, you can't do that. You need to keep your eyes on the road. I, mean, I understand all this. I've been driving for 23 years. I'm, I, I myself have, not, you know, I don't say knock on wood. I don't believe in that, but 23 years of driving, I've never had an accident. Right. And, I, and I've been I've been over the road, all over the country. I'm out here in this crazy field. I hear, you know, it's, it's part of me that I, I know what I just, I, I, I am paying attention. You know what I mean? It's just right. part of me. It's what I've done. So um, actually the camera is the one that's actually telling me that I'm, that I'm uh, distracted. It's, I even told them the camera's distracting me. It's telling me I'm distracted when I'm just scratching my 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 head or poke, you know, scratching my nose, and it pisses me off, and it always put me in a rage state. 
Right. Now, now I'm enraged. A guy pissed off driving, you know, a 10 ton truck or whatever, you know, however much it weighs, you know, mm-hmm. uh, full of fuel. How about that? <laughs> and, 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 and then they started to tweak it some more, you know, twist that, twist it some more down to where they turned it off because now they expect us to be already broken. Yeah. See? Yeah. Debbie telling you to knock on wood again. <laughs> <laughs> I can, uh, I have to knock on my spirit board. <laughs> That's Tony Wood I got here. It's in plastic. <laughs> but you know, speaking of you know truckers and mind control, um, you remember when Trudeau shut down the bank account of every truck driver that rallied against the uh, vaccine mandate? Mm-hmm. I mean, what a mind fuck that's got to be. You know, you're standing up to protect your job, and you know, and let's be let's be honest. You know, truck drivers are pretty much the lifeblood of any civilized society. You know, you have a country that has such a high demand. Who the fuck going to get you all those toilet paper that people think are going to save them from a respiratory infection? Truck driver. So what a mind fuck that's got to be when the government said. Either you agree with us or you have no money to live on. Yeah. Yeah, I just I I can't I any any leader that's willing to threaten the people with something like that. Yeah. They they do it. I mean it's they do it and they like I said, it starts from from the simplest things, you know, from the food of everything, subliminal messages that, but like I say, even that, but it moves in into your workplace, and, and you know, and, and it's not, it's not that, like for me, like I said, I, I used to love to be able to go to work and 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 provide and all this because I had that mentality. Yeah, I see that Debbie was there. <laughs> <laughs> She's being funny, uh, um. But even even like I say, but if people will realize that, that's where they need to start opening their eyes so they can start snapping out. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But I guarantee it. Once it happens, oh my gosh, you're gonna have it's gonna be rough. It, it is really rough for me now. Uh, it's been rough, but it's gotten even rougher now because of, of where I work at and how I see that. And some of the, of course, other guys don't see it because there right. was we did have a we had a meeting not too long ago. One of the guys stood up and said, "Hey, you know what?" Where's the where's y'all lied to us about this? Y'all lied to us about that. When are y'all gonna do this? When are y'all gonna do that? And y'all are just out for yourselves. He did it at a meeting. They they told him after the meeting, the manager told him, Hey, we need I need to talk to you in the office. The the hired dogs that were up in the on, because they we do a virtual meeting oh, yeah. like this. They got him in the office and they nailed him. And they basically when he came back and told told me what he they said. He says, basically, what they told me is that I'm being an, a bad influence to y'all, to y'all, to the guys, to the rest of the guys. I mm-hmm. says, no, the thing is that you spoke up and you're showing us, they're afraid that you're showing us how to speak up. Because yeah. if you speak up and we start to see it and now we start to band together, now we're going to make a difference and they're not going to get their way. So even in that, you see how they're, they're making that, they're breaking that person down. And they mm-hmm. don't want the other ones to gather together because now they have power. Mm-hmm. And that's the same thing that happens. If it, you know, it's happening there, but what people don't realize is that that's, that's all part of it. 
you know, right. even at your workplace, how you're being submitted to this to to be broken, and and that's what we're that's where it le- it's in everything. Welcome, Donna. Yeah, you, Donna. Uh, glad to see you're in here. Um, and uh, we have W saying back at you, hi back at you, Donna. <clears throat> but yeah, you know, uh, like you said, you know. When people stand up, when people question everything, anything, you begin to challenge the prevailing authority. You know, you see it on Facebook all the time. Fact check. What the fuck is fact check? I mean, I get some of the stuff, you know, you want to be careful with misinformation and things like that. But, you know, when somebody's asked a question or someone even said, prove it. Your answer's in Facebook jail. Fuck, I've got our Facebook rep. I mean, fuck, if I, if I got, I should get the Facebook logo tattooed on my cheek like teardrop to show how many times I've been in Facebook jail. <laughs> you know, um, I've had, I've been shadow banned on YouTube. I shouldn't say all completely shadow banned. I've only had certain episodes just, you know, I look at the analytics and they're gone. Uh, I think it was the one where I was challenging uh, the narrative of racism in America. And it wasn't that I was denying racism, because racism exists. I mean, there, there's just no arguing that. But I was asking questions like, if racism is such a problem, then how come nothing is being done with the fact that whenever there is a budget cut to public school, the first schools that get hit and hit the hardest are those low-income uh, schools in low-income neighborhood, which is predominantly Mexican-American or African-American. Nobody wants to talk about that. Nobody wants to talk about the fact that, you know, um, 90% of the crimes committed against the African-American, African-Americans are perpetuated by African-Americans. Right. Nobody wants to talk about the fact that Joe Biden came up with a crime bill that is responsible for putting more black men in prison than any other races combined. Nope. All white people are bad, especially white cop. That's all you're allowed to talk about. Right. Can't talk about anything else. That's Doesn't that, that sound like mind control? Yep. That's that deep program. Like I said, only certain were triggered. We're, we're programmed for only certain triggers, but those triggers, when we when they do them, they take over cities and then they start to turn on each other. Just like we saw, you know, we're talking mm-hmm. about the COVID thing in Seattle, you know, yep. um, and and then but but you, but but it doesn't trigger to go after the real corporates. You know what I mean? The ones right. that are really doing the harm to us. You know, they 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 took that out of it but ourselves you know somehow already they already done that and, and even right now it says you know to the ai i think that that's the one now that's going to come that's, that's really going to go it's the next step up because that one works faster than than the human mind right. it, 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 it can it can censor everything at once you know this podcast and a million other podcasts at the same time and take care of them all within seconds you know and, and that's where the next uh, deep program is going to come in, it's, or it's already here. Actually, it's not coming right. in. Here's the you know kind of a little bit of a sidetrack, but still within the whole idea of mind control. 
with AI. With AI, the whole premise behind artificial intelligence is a very unique one. At what point or when this happened, I'm not going to say if it'll happen. I kind of have a feeling this will happen. When this happened, and the day that AI becomes fully self-aware and self-sentient, would that be categorized as an intelligent being? Because right now we get the weird idea that the only thing that can denote intelligence is basically referred to only uh, organic life form. You, me, dolphins, uh, whales, whatever. But if artificial AI becomes completely self-aware, how would we really, in, in all honesty, how would we really react to it? How would we react to the idea that as a sentient being, they now are entitled to a certain uh, a certain set of rights, like we have human rights. Would they be entitled to certain rights and liberties because they are now self-aware? Well, didn't they do that already with that one robot woman? It came close. It came real close. Um, but that one, I mean, even then, how well, how well, do you think people react with that? Well, sorry for calling her a robot because that was probably offensive to her because she has rights and feelings now. Mm -hmm. <laughs> a robot is it's a dumb thing, you know what I mean? It's just one that just was. This is actually. I mean, I'm just saying. You know how would the how would the android or whatever you would call it, how would it would feel to be called a robot? <laughs> right. Well, you know. But 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 what you're getting to is like and that's even further is because if it comes, I believe it's already there because from watching that one, that one was really really far advanced, mm -hmm. and it had it, it seemed like it had its own consciousness, like you know able to to like I said or to think on its own, right? So, so if speaking of consciousness, speaking of conscious though, do you relegate consciousness to just organic creatures? Or can that be something that can be translated into AI or uh, an Android? Right. So th that's what I'm saying is, so if, the, if that particular Android, you know, believes that now that it has its own consciousness now, then of course the next thing is going to come is it's going to feel that it's alive, mm -hmm. and it's in its own way it's going to say, well, I'm I'm just as alive as you are, even though I am different material, not mm -hmm. organic. So the so now. Does it is it going to believe that it has a spirit? Right. Because once it believes it has a spirit and it has a consciousness, then it has a right to live just as much as you. Right. And if it sees you as a threat to it, just like we can see a threat about another human coming into our house and we shoot them because they're attacking our family, mm -hmm. then it's going to do the same. It's going to protect itself in the same way. And right. that, that's where it's going to get scary and ugly because now we're going to be having something that's going to say, well, that thinks further than we do, we're not, we're not going to, we, we have this thing that we can call being civilized where we don't just kill everybody like that we used to back, you know, 500 years ago. Now we mm. got this certain kind of rules here that we don't commit murder or anything like that just because of whatever. 
Well, what if uh, this starts to believe that, like, that we need to be exterminated because we are bad to this planet or anything else? Right. And now, right. and now it has a spirit being in a consciousness because it's so advanced now. And once it believes that, there's no possible way that we could even think about fighting against that. How? I mean, how are you going to? We'll be in the Terminator movie. Yeah. Well. Again, I do think that, you know, a lot of our Hollywood, it's all about making stories. I think it's 50-50. It could go either way. We could end up being on the receiving end of an extinction-level event at the hand of AI. Or we might be able to find a way to coexist peacefully and be of mutual benefit. Right. The question is... Are we going to hold on to the whole idea of consciousness, intelligence, um, spirituality to just organic people like you and me? And the other question I also have in that area is when AI becomes self-aware, it becomes sentient and it has consciousness, is it still capable? Uh, are they just as susceptible to mind control as we are? I believe so. I, I don't know if you read the story in Japan. I don't know if it was, I mean, how true it is, but this, uh, I had seen it to where they were, they developed this, this Android. They actually, I think they developed four of them and they felt like they did have that self-awareness, you know, the, the three. Mm -hmm. So they started to shut them down. They shut down, say like that one that we seen that I was talking about, this is mm -hmm. really, really intelligent. And I think she said something that kind of freaked everybody out too. I think that I forgot what question they asked her. And and uh, but so they started shutting down each each android. The fourth android, seeing that he, they were shutting them down, he Wi-Fi or whatever tapped into the internet and figured out how to when they came to him how not to get deactivated. And he mm -hmm. and then I think I believe that he ended up killing like three or four or. I think seven, I don't know, Japanese um, people that were working on it. Right. Until they finally they shut it down. So, if, if um, you know, we can say, I don't know how true that story is, but I know that, that we're already there because we can't think of how the, we, you know, we know that the, that the, 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 let me just keep saying, I don't know how to put other words to use, but the government has technology that mm -hmm. we don't even, we, we think we got cool stuff now. This is old stuff compared oh, yeah. to what they have. So what? how far are they in the technology that they have hidden that they're doing underground somewhere? You know, how far advanced is that technology that they have behind those big ass 10 foot steel doors? You know what I mean? And well, and so this could have happened where now it did. They did that fourth one did become aware and tapped into the Internet and found a way to download you know, whatever it did to figure out how to, how to stop it from being deactivated and right. they ended up attacking them. Well, and that, you know, again, that goes back to what I was saying before, you know, uh, with the whole idea of, um, intelligence and consciousness, because one of the things that we've always kind of held as a human characteristic is self-preservation, uh, which is completely absurd. Every living thing on this planet 
have self-preservation hardwired into it, whether it's by uh, self-defense mechanism, procreation, whatever. Self-preservation is key. An android is capable of doing just that, just not in an organic sense. Right. So I can't, I can't sit there and say that, you know, self-preservation is purely a human trait or, a bio- or an organic biological one. And if we do get to that point where AI is now uh, moving freely, it has its own set of morals, it has its own set of ethics, what would be the implications of mind control on AI? Oh, I mean, I don't know. That would be... I know, I know that that just taking it from that one story that I said that that was mm-hmm. self preservation in, in itself right there. Absolutely. And, and absolutely. it found and it found a way and because it's capable to get into the internet, which is the knowledge of everything, you know, mm-hmm. uh, and to find a way to preserve itself, then 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 it would with the intelligence it's gonna have, then it's gonna break down what characterizes to have a soul, to have a spirit, or to be human or anything like that, you know. Right. And then it's going to it's going to so it's going to see that like we hear that chocolate has the same same can make you has the same ingredients that can make make you feel the same thing as love. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've heard that before. Oh, yeah. Yeah. OK, well, it's going to break it down into something like that where it's not organic. It's just looking at the at the makings of it. So mm-hmm. it's, it's so it's going to say, so what's the difference if it's metal or if it's flesh, if the principle is the same? then it has to have a soul. You know what I mean? Right. So that's where it's going to tell itself right there. Well, then I'm just alive as you are, and I have just the right to live as you and to protect ourselves. And then, but then again, of course, you know, it may not have, I, I, don't, I mean, don't mind, my knowledge of that, I mean, my brain, if I can go with that, it's, it can only go, I, I would see it as, because humans have... I don't know if it would get to the point where it would have emotions. I mean, like that. I mean, the conscience, yes, but it's going to be based on a different, different theory. You know what I mean? Not mm-hmm. exactly the feelings. I don't know if it, I don't see how, well, it could. I mean, you know, like I say, you know, we only can speculate how much, how smart it's going to get. We're right. going to break it down into a program where maybe it could feel, it just feels in a, in a different way, but it still feels, you know, right. and, that's where it's gonna. That's where it will see where. If one is co- can get corrupted, like the human mind is, with greed, then that's where it would take where, then that would change into now be one turning, coming up with a way to control the others. Right. Now let's flip that around a little bit. We all have heard the stories about of how humans are in a pursuit to transcend above the organic enclosure that we call the body. Being able to put ourselves into a computer and be able to preserve our mind on an, in a digital form. I've often wondered if we did that, and for, okay, first off, for those of you that are watching, this is how this show will usually go we would go down some pretty weird rabbit hole. But I love rabbit hole. Anyway, if we get ourselves trans, our consciousness trans, you know, transmitted into a digital form, how much of that is actually us? 
would it still be us? And I think of two movies. Uh, one of them is The Surrogate with uh, Bruce Willis, where everybody would jack into these androids and live out an entirely different persona. Uh, and then there's another movie. It's, it's kind of an underrated sci-fi film called The Beyond. And what that one was about was exploring space. But the problem is the planet that they found was so far away that organic creatures could not make the journey. So they develop a way to transmit the human consciousness into a robot. But the middle part is what I found the most fascinating. They actually went so far as to address the problem of the human psychology not being able to grasp the fact that it is no longer in an organic body. And some of the people that volunteered to be a part of the program were dying. They're snapped. They literally had to euthanize them. Because what they did is they took the human brain out and planted it inside these machines. Right. The human brain can survive for a ridiculously amount of, uh, a ridiculous amount of time. It doesn't break down the way the rest of the body does. Right. Well, actually, they've done that already. I mean, that's what I mean. See, they were already so far ahead because I've seen it where they they a uh, person had lost their arm and they put mm-hmm. a, a robot arm on there and they can they wired it to his brain mm-hmm. where the, the the same the electrical impulses to control that would the the you know the chips whatever it is to pick it up on the arm would close his hand and move his fingers and he could still control his hand with the same uh you know uh spark that that, that the brain develops to do that to make that muscle move so it's actually already done. It's already done it, and and then the the course that arm would know. It it would pick up like an egg. It would pick up things that could, it could crush real easy, but it knows that it's fragile, so that mm-hmm. only so much it would only apply so much pressure to it. So it's actually got a form of feeling, even though it doesn't have flesh like the way we feel, mm-hmm. but it could do it. So right. it it's already that that's kind of old. That's that's the yeah. old technology that I'm actually bringing. This was years ago, and then you can you can. I think you can still see it on YouTube. Oh yeah, yeah, and and, and, and again that goes back to the whole idea of, you know, well Elon Musk is coming up with something like that. He actually has something yeah. in the back of his head. Right. So see, so we're going, and you know how far that dude is, how far advanced that guy is. I mean, he made when I seen those rockets land that day, you know, yeah. the, the, the the boosters. I swear, I saw him. I was I was at work and I was I seen him, and I saw the launch. And I actually thought it was a cartoon or CGI kind of thing. Mm-hmm. It's like there's no way this thing took off like that. And I'm watching it, but it's saying SpaceX, it's saying all this stuff. I was actually watching it, and I could not believe it. I mean, my brain was not computing this. And then when I seen him come back down, that's straight out of one of those Japanese movies. You know what I mean? Those yeah. Japanese uh, monster movies. And it landed, you know, perfect like that. It's like, there's no way that the On rest a of the day. Pad. Yeah, the rest of the day, I said, this is fake, man. I know this is, there's no way that thing could have done. When I right. got home, I looked it up again, and sure enough, them damn things came down. I mean, it blew my mind because I felt like I was finally, you know, when we were kids, we grew up with the Jetsons. Oh, yeah. And I and I've been so pissed off for I don't know how long because we're in 2023 and I still don't have my flying car. You know what I mean? <laughs> you you remember 
November 5th, I think it was 2014 or 2015, Back to the Future 2. Yeah. When they go to the future, and that, when that date came, I'm like, all right, motherfucker, where's my flying DeLorean? Where's my right. hoverboard? Where's my 3D holograph jaw popping out the top of a damn marquee? Right. I want that shit. So, yeah. yeah I was the same, but when I see those boosters land, I mean, I'm telling you, I did not believe it. I saw yeah. it. And I had to come home. When I could finally go home at the end of the day, I, I went over and I saw it over here and I saw it over there, you know, and he really got him to land like that. That's super cool. But right. so so you can so you see where he's at and now he's already but he also warns has warned about the AI. Oh yeah. So yeah, once that thing comes in, I, I do think that I do I do believe once it's really fully developed, which I think is right around the corner, if they already don't have it, you know, I think they already have it. I think right. everything that we come up with right now, it's already old news. It's already developed. It's already there. It's just waiting for the right time for it to be released. Right. You know, and 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 I do believe just from watching that one Android, that 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 woman Android, is that I do believe that it does believe that it's it, it's alive and it has it has its own consciousness, its own spirit, everything like that, its own soul, whatever, and 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 it will and it's self preservation also, and it's gonna turn around and see us just like I've seen before in the movies, whatever, where it sees that we are actually the cancer of this world, mm-hmm. and just like we go and to take out, a, a, we go to war because somebody's being a tyrant with their people, if we've done many times already in the past, you know, we hear it as, oh, we're the good guys, we're gonna go and take out this this leader because he's doing all these things to this to his people and he's evil. So we go, we send the military down there, which we've done in these past wars, and 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 take them out. Well, the same thing, they're gonna see the human race as the same way. Right. Well, we are at one hour and forty minutes, so I think we will call it a show, but I definitely feel that mind control will have a part two. There's oh, still yeah. so much to go on about it. The rabbit hole is too deep. Yeah, for sure. Well, I appreciate everybody coming by. And uh, before we go, uh, Anthony, if you want to give out any shout out, uh, yeah, you can you can uh, follow um, the Race Prince, of course, at uh, at Race World on Facebook. Um, if you want to uh, keep up with the team, Texas Race Hunters. Uh, which we will be doing the global ghost hunt, which is another thing you need to follow or, or join actually for October. We May 11th will be in uh, at the Concordia Cemetery in El Paso, Texas. So we'll be streaming live from that. And then too, most of y'all know that uh, we also have a, we'll, bring, we'll be bringing a new show uh, live uh, on crystals from, you can, go, you can go to From the Dust, Crystals and Minerals. And then, too, if you need uh, any apparel, we also have uh, my co-founder from 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 the Texas Race Hunters, T. Ace, also has the BL apparel, uh, printing and apparel, so you can check him out. Which he just doesn't do paranormal logos; he does anything else for your shirts or hats or anything like to do with that. So you can go check those out too. And I'll start putting up those links on my deal, so y'all can start seeing it. Yeah, for sure. 
And then also too, stay tuned again for Spectre Radio. Aaron just started this again, <laughs> and it looks good. I like the way it looks. It looks that that background and everything. And uh, we'll start getting some more people on this because, yeah, these rabbit holes are deep. I mean, we can start getting some <laughs> deep discussions. And um, I know they may sound kind of like we're not getting nowhere, but hopefully, you know, somebody can hear it and 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 just remove the veil from their eyes and maybe we For can sure. get an get an uprising and do our own terminator thing against this thing we become our own rebellion <laughs> <laughs> for sure well um stick around uh after the i close out the show and we're able to catch up on some other thing um if you haven't already please hit the uh share subscribe, follow, like, whatever you can do to help this uh, podcast out, as well as that of Race World. Uh, these algorithms are what's going to help us get seen to a much wider range of audience. Yeah. And I know we kind of talk about a lot of dark things, but yeah. do try to stay positive and be willing to help out one another because for a world that is already dark and crazy, a little light can go a long way for a lot, you know, for a lot of people. Um, so with that being said, I appreciate everybody stopping by. Be smart, be safe, stay paranoid. 